what an if, and what an if, and what an if, when what an if, it's Homo Superior. Extra issue, what if, season two. I'm Kalen. <laughs> Clark. I'm Ryan. Adam. That's Britt Wingate. I had no <laughs> idea what words you were saying. I'm living, queen. You nailed it. All right. Happy New Year, little homos, and welcome to another extra issue where we recap, review, and reveal the nuances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe properties like movies and non-weekly series slash special presentations. Today, we're discussing the second season of What If, which aired all nine of its episodes around the holidays. If you didn't watch the first season, or you just stumbled upon this podcast randomly, What If is an animated anthology series on Disney Plus that explores alternate timelines of the Marvel multiverse. The show asks, what if a major event, the MCU, went differently, and then shows us the ensuing results. By the way, the head writer of the series is A.C. Bradley, uh, with uh, Brian Andrews serving as the director, and the animation is overseen by Scott Wright and Stephen Frank. So each installment of season two pretty much tells a self-contained story here or there. We're going to be reviewing this episode by episode, and uh, there are spoilers ahead, so if you have not watched season two of What If, turn this off, go watch it, come back and listen to us. Or go into an alternate timeline where we are reviewing this season, but we don't have spoilers. That wasn't Brent, that was Dark Door Strange. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so first up, what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? So in this space noir, Ronan uh, stages a successful coup against Thanos, and Nova Prime recruits Nebula to join the Xandar's peacekeeping force. So, Brent, let me ask you first. How did this work for you as kind of a futuristic space noir? A few things that are great. One, the police are gangsters themselves. Two, I think the aesthetic is great. Three, I actually think that the what-if premise is kind of interesting. Yeah. What if you locked down your entire planet to yeah. avoid you know, destruction? Although it is a little bit stupid to have a planetary defense that is like... <laughs> What if we just shell ourselves? What if we just you can never get out? Of what if we just yeah. have autarky and then in fifty years that will end automatically? The- I will say though the problem as a noir, and this is a problem that the MCU will face for any genre that they try and fully adopt, is there's justice in in this story. Like you can have a truly. Mm-hmm good outcome all the bad guys can be killed oh and all the good guys can succeed whereas you're like hey maybe you should have some like more moral nuance maybe there should be something that's a little bit bittersweet which is is all the time not happy happy go which is ironic what if you can have a sad ending because it's self-contained they won't allow that though especially in this story i wanted that ending Going going back to your earlier point, um, they did close out, and then it was like what five years later, and it was was Ronan's ship just like hanging just, out there the whole. Did they ever like go it's home to refuel? There, or? yeah. They really I mean, they, it could open it. Any I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching you. It's also like an entire planet, so the ship is just like kind of watching a planet this whole time. They're it's like, solar powered, so they don't need to refuel. <laughs> to get in there, it yeah. Is, yeah, it's it's a weird thing to do. So, Clark, my next question is for you, Howard Duck. Howard the Duck, excuse me, not Howard Duck. How are, uh, the how duck. are your ducks? How are your ducks? <laughs> quack, quack. Howard the Duck is one of your favorite ca- uh, characters, and he's a casino owner in this episode. Uh, how do you think he'd always fix the game so the house always wins? I mean, he's not one of my favorite characters, and you I don't like gambling him. ever. Just, so before the pod, you were just talking about him. <laughs> how yeah. are you and Howard? You were on 8-Bit Casino talking about how you love Howard. You like Howard, Howard a lot, so let's just put it that way. No, but I think he's okay. I don't love him. I don't really like 
to wait so on a scale. I of read the last th- the one in November, the issue we had, and I just hated it. Can we do a quick review? I, I think Howard was fantastic in the seventies and eighties. I don't think he's been good since. Then. Scale of sorry, one. I did the research notes on this, so I'm really sorry that I got that wrong. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> scale, scale of one to ten, how much? How good of a character do you think Howard the Duck is? Adam, go. Howard the Duck, uh, so, out of ten. Just, I don't know, fucking five. I don't know him that Ryan. well. Ryan, uh, Scrooge McDuck, uh, <laughs> is way better. <laughs> Clark, you're a seven-ish. Galen, eight. I'm a one. I fucking hate this character. Why? This character sucks. And also, Seth Green is not a good voice actor. He's a terrible voice actor. he's never been one. He's only popular because there was a bad movie about him. What do you mean, Brent Whack? (laughs) (laughs) You're better Howard the Duck. a bad movie about Seth Green. Who's this Scrooge (laughs) Madaka I keep hearing about, though? (laughs) Uh, All right, so Ryan, where do you think the rest of the Guardians are in this universe? Um, I like to think in this universe they're all having a good life. Like G- Gamora's like, oh, I just like got adopted by like a really great person. Well, Thanos died, so what is she doing? Yeah, now? exactly. Yeah. Got a- got adopted by someone great. It is ne- a bit odd. Nebula like has all her normal body parts and is not like you know mechanical at Wait, all. Wait, that's the better <laughs> universe. <laughs> That's the better universe when you've got to have a stupid fucking body instead Flashback. of a cool robot arm. Oh, you want her to have well, a robotic Neb- BBBL? Nebula's the main character in this. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, shut up. Don't pay attention to that part. <laughs> yeah. Rock- no, we were going to all move past yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Rocket, Rocket isn't just a regular raccoon. Groot he- is just a regular tree. tree. God damn it. Yeah, she Chris is the main Pratt character. <laughs> <laughs> I was you like, know, okay, I just really baby, live in the there. moment too much. I mean, um, in the yeah. main universe, she was tortured for years. I think this would be a much better universe for her. She still a- made a robot body parts, yeah. though. So then she was tortured? Because did she just do augmentation while she was there? For yeah, why not? Years? Did you guys like the triple cross setup of yeah. uh, her realizing that the Nova Corps, uh, that Glenn Close had betrayed her? I, <laughs> because Glenn Close is like, she break the rules. Keep yeah. your enemies close and keep <laughs> your, your enemies closer. closer. <laughs> oh, my Ew. God. that's I hate and love that joke. I, I think I liked it, but... This is going to be my problem with most of the episodes. It was too short for that to work for me. Because, like, the the thing about what if, um, in, in this season especially, is it's not just what if one thing. It's what if multiple things. Yeah. Which makes it like, well, what if Ronan killed uh, Thanos? And then what if they closed Xandar? Oh, and then what if, like, the Nova Corps was actually corrupt? I'm yeah. like, that's a lot of what ifs. I think this is the problem with it, though. It's well, too many things. Well, the other name for this show was rejected which was hypotheticals monthly <laughs> <laughs> i did well so that's I, I guess i could see the comparison from the rolls comic, off the tongue the comic series but to me i thought the it, it really should have been called what if ronin kills thanos because i thought that i presume like most of the what ifs is like that's the starting point for the rest of the storyline but it they wanted to center it because it's a tv show around the nebula which i did enjoy it's not my like favorite episode of this season but i did Lo- I just love Nebula so much, especially after Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that having more time of her being a lead, it just keeps adding to the mythos of the character, which I, I did am like so that. excited I about. did like that very much, and I like the Blade Runner aesthetic a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was cool. Uh, was, anything else on this episode? This should not have been the first episode of this I season. I agree. It was, a, it was a tough start. It was. It w- and I think if it wasn't daily... I would have been like, why did they start with this one? But like, you got a new one every day. So uh, when we days, when we days. get to what you think should be the first episode of the series, let me know. <laughs> I'm okay. quite curious. 
Uh, that's actually a great question. All right, let's move on to the second episode. What if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest heroes? Instead of becoming the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy, a tween Peter Quill ends up working with dear old dad, a.k.a. Ego, to take over this universe. He comes back to Earth in 1988, where a group of proto-Avengers, including Peggy Carter, Hank Pym, and King T'Chaka, fight to save the world. Adam, you once co-ran uh, co an 80s night. Which songs would you put on the soundtrack of this episode? Congo only. <laughs> <laughs> Great, perfect. Does that mean the movie? No, what? Or my, just, wait, what is the name? It is Conga. Conga, yeah. yeah. By, 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 uh, Gloria Machine. Yeah. It's a, con oh. a constant stream of nothing but that play. I like the electric slide to show up every okay. once in a while. Okay, it should only be ridiculous boogie, dance boogie, music. Boogie. Uh, the right answer is Paula Abdul. Uh, two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, Skat <laughs> Well, I was going to say, uh, uh, Forever Your Girl, but sure, there that one works too. Uh, so, Ryan, do you think in this universe, uh, Hope Van Dyne would create the Young Avengers? Oh, that's a. Uh, I although it's starting before, so I think they would just be the Avengers at that. And also, we're just calling them the Avengers. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it would be interesting. I would like to, if it was going to go down this path, I would like to see some different ones that we don't typically see. Not like a young Bruce that turns into Hulk. Like I would, I would <laughs> Hulkling. Hulkling. I would like to see like a Spider Girl instead, or I don't know. Um like devil dinosaur like stuff like that like i think that path would be a little bit that would bit. be kind of cool i was thinking like a teen black widow like who's Ooh. just in the middle of the red room that's cool a young yeah. tony stark and just also, a frozen steve rogers and seeing and seeing ones that just don't block of ice. Yeah. seeing like pre-existing avengers that don't necessarily work together would be kind of fun especially to see them come up together i don't i don't know yeah um but their interaction was actually pretty cute i like that. I, thought I thought that was a cute avengers I thought that team was fun and it, it felt like it could actually happen like, i i wish the overall plot and narrative made episode, more sense yeah i was like the whole the finale battle made no sense because i'm like this is a planet the, but he's also the, the way we, they just went he's not bad <laughs> no yeah he's not that bad. was that again come on it's these episodes are too short because they want to tell a I lot know. of story and there isn't enough yeah. to pivot. The core concepts are so fantastic. I just want to see more. Uh, do you guys think it might be a bad plan to, instead of just com d destroying the avatar of Ego, also then decided to go after the planet after when you. you got your asses handed to you <laughs> if it wasn't for his son showing up? Yeah, for sure. They were going to die. Honestly. I do think Ego was a lot more of a terrifying villain in this episode than he was even in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they yeah. played Guardians 2, spent so much time trying to play him up as like a cool dad that like this was just like, you no, know, a regular a dad. He's yeah. A cool yeah dad. They spent too much time trying to wait for you to find out he's evil rather than having him like hop from planet to planet and like just cut. It was like, him. wow, an incredible celebrity that is getting a boost. They must be a good hero. That'll be in the show forever. <laughs> Why his hair is so flowing. He must be a hero. <laughs> All right, let's move on to episode three. What if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? What if bullshit happened on bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you feel about it. No, let me do a synopsis, and then we'll go to how you felt about this episode. In an homage to the greatest Christmas movie ever, Justin Hammer leads an assault on Avengers Tower to steal Stark Tech and Bruce Banner's blood. The only thing stopping him, a hulked out Happy Hogan. All right, Brent. Now jump in. Did you Wait, watch this before or after Christmas? What was this an homage to? Die Hard, bitch. Oh, they only mentioned it a dozen <laughs> times. <laughs> what so is every Christmas? I, that's why I didn't answer him because I knew he was a stupid fucking bitch. Well, but we need to have a podcast. But the, uh, reason, 
Thanks, Adam. <laughs> but the reason why, that's why I actually enjoyed it, because I think when they had, um, God, what's her name? Darcy. Darcy. Like, when it started, air and when like, it started becoming like sort of Scream-esque, like let's just do meta commentary, I can appreciate the mileage may vary. I just, I generally found this to be very warm and, and fun, as opposed to if they didn't over-metatize so it. So can't be parts I hate are announcing the movie that you're parodying i hate that so much yes can't be parts i love are justin hammer just going around quoting every christmas song possible and he they were correct in pointing out all i want for christmas is you was a great line great addition to it so the punch i have for that is you enjoy rick and morty where i feel like every episode is a constant commentary on whatever they're trying to fulfill right but they aren't in a way, they're like very clearly meta. They aren't living in that universe. Like, okay, that's fair. That, well, that's why like I think, they're yeah. supposed. They're not like in Rick and Morty. They tell you too much that you are in a fake world. Their universe is normally. That's I would fair. I would agree with you, Brent. But I do think Justin Hammer was such a good campy villain, Love and him. also my it, it evoked it was evocative of my favorite part of Age of Ultron, which is just the Avengers kind of yeah. just hanging out. I liked that part of it. It just felt like oh, they're a team. They're just like they're also friends, and they're just out, you know, for the holidays. Now they're coming back. So I, I thought I was going to hate this. Kalen, can I ask you a question? Why did you love this so freaking much? At the, in the because I felt the spirit of Christmas. Now, oh ha- my god! You and said watch this on Christmas. You I said Happy it. Hogan is your favorite character. What is it that you love about him <laughs> and the color purple? I love. <laughs> <laughs> First, great movie. Second, better musical. Yeah. Third, uh, Hulk Hogan is the best. He really is. I hate that they kept <laughs> saying Hulk Hogan. I got it. I think it. that was so funny. That I worked. got it. That, that, okay, Clark, I have a question for you. Bruce turns green, happy turns purple. If you got if you got exposed to gamma radiation, what color would your Hulk be? Was this an Adam question, too? No, it's a me question. <laughs> I made this up. Um, I, don't, I, I think I've decided I must be like blood red like burgundy, <laughs> and I also want to be covered in blood, so you can't really tell what's blood and what's me. And it's why, Merlot. And why don't you just bleed the whole time? Too? I want to also be bloody bleeding. Hulk. And it's like, well, aren't you just the cutest little 11-year-old boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the blulk. the blulk. I was originally going to say Clark should be more white, but I do <laughs> but like, like, like I do like, like that you don't know. Like the vision. Yeah, you don't know where Clark where the blood begins and Clark ends. And like, he, he's pure, like the invisible man where you just start seeing organs and stuff like that. Yeah. And then eventually just a pure. You won't like him when it's digestive. <laughs> I would hate to see a pure white Hulk. That would creep me the yeah. fuck out. Same was. Well, and then the same thing with like a pure, like, but the, was it the black color that like makes actual color? Vanta black. Yeah. I would, I would the, like, like, a um, you know, like oblivion in the comics, like, Cosmic, kind of like Wiccan's outfit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you see yeah, the yeah. stars and like the galaxy. That yeah. would be neat. I love it. Yeah, All this right. one was bad. Continue. Hey, <laughs> I liked it. Okay, it's a cute so, homage. So, uh, speaking of a bad one, what if Iron Man crashed into Grandmaster? So, after the Battle of New York, Tony Stark is transported to Sakaar, where he's forced to compete in the Grandmaster's death race. He teamed up with Valkyrie and Cork to win the race and depose the Grandmaster, while convincing Gamora to turn on Thanos. So, Brent, in Thor Ragnarok, the Grandmaster had a Romanesque gladiator pit. In this episode, he had Death Race 2000, essentially, an underrated mm. movie. If you were a ruler of Sakaar, you were the Grandmaster, what sort of blood sport would you subject your champions to? Iron Chef. I mean... <sighs> Trivia contest. So he, it's Ooh, this, yeah. it's, it is a functionally the same as a gladiator pit, but I think that having, like, mech suit fights would fit better with this story, because I don't... I don't believe that Sakaar is like really into racing. 
I don't know. I know that it's Mad <laughs> it Max. It was weird, like, wacky cart race. It was like Mario Kart. I feel like they would have lost their fucking tits for like giant mechanized suits, like beating the shit out of each other. And then Tony Stark's whole thing is like, by the way, I've co-opted all your suits, and now they're part of my Voltron. I- Jeff Gold <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was very much like, I'm winking at the camera, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> but also. We already are winking at the so, game. It was like a wink on a wink on a wink. Yeah. You, you, know re- I mean? you kind of really acknowledging that, though, now makes me think, oh, my God, I want a Marvel Mario Kart. Because if you just took random I, planets and did race courses Adam, on them, I would I was saying this is going to be my favorite episode, but then I watched it, and I had to, <laughs> I had to stop. I had to stop, and I'm like, well, maybe, you know. It I'm on too many good. of the shrooms Adam gave me. <laughs> Let me rewatch it. I hated it. Oh, it was more. so bad. It I just mean so I bad. want a Mario Kart video game it's, of Marvel. Why didn't characters. they do that? It felt more like now this is pod racing. It felt more <laughs> yeah. like that. You well, know what I mean? th- there was yeah. too much like, and I love Snark, but it was too much like like Tony Stark and Grandmaster of them awful. snarking off. It's just I like, agree. It was too short. <laughs> 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 See, I actually think your death match would be just uh, two people playing chess, but the other person is death. I oh, oh. I the entire movie the seventh yeah, yeah. The seventh seal yeah. I None. hated the way they treated Gomorrah. Oh, this. yeah, so the Seven Ooh. Seal. Oh, oh. Yes. Who's this handsome man the, coming, up, the way, coming on the shores to play chess with me? Oh. The way they treated Gomorrah in this was terrible. I did not like that. They literally strapped her into a car and made her drive. Yeah. Is that a thing? Well, then, like, Valkyrie, I feel like by adding Valkyrie 2, it like, was, yeah. like, not underutilized. Like, the, it w- would have been so fun to, like, see her. No, but we got plenty of Korg time. <laughs> Most of these are like cocktail mashups of different movies, but I agree. Like this one, I know. no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying like I, just, I think this one failed because it was like it was too many added things instead of like just making the core construct more interesting. It was episode one, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you like how this pod is racing. podcast <laughs> podcast raising? <laughs> now this did uh, did you like how the watch was like? Do you remember where Gamora came from? No, she came from a different spot. But this is that episode. Oh, <laughs> so right. Watch this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was supposed to be like last yeah. last season. That's oh, right. so that that's the only thing I'll give it uh, give it some oomph is that because it was thought about and created as part of the first season, it shows that the second season to me is much stronger because every episode that isn't pulled from the first season is much better than this one. So I you concur. like it because you realize it's bad. No, I, it's no, no, no. I said, I still hate it. Like I, yeah, this yeah. was my least favorite episode, but at yeah. least I was like, Oh wow. It, it clearly shows me a distinguishment that I like this second season a lot. This was your least favorite. I think it's my second least favorite. I think there's a couple well, of others we'll that are we worse. In my hit our first, should be first of the season. I think we just have right now. What if Captain Carter fought the Hydra stomper? So basically a retelling of Captain America, winter soldier with Captain Carter playing Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers playing Bucky Barnes, and Natasha Romanoff playing Natasha Romanoff. Uh, this is the first episode of the season to end on a cliffhanger with Captain Carter ending up in 1602. Adam, Winter Soldier is arguably the best MCU movie. Correct. Uh, do you think this is the best episode of the season? Yes. I'll it's, take no further questions yeah, at this time. Yeah. As long as there's no more questions, follow-up questions, so the answer is yes. I was yes. going to tell you, Brent, this should have been the first episode. Yes. Just yeah. like in the first season. Yeah. She was the first episode in the first season. She would be the first episode. It would have so inspired. Agree. And... That would have been fun for you, like to 
find out the threads throughout the entire team. Yeah, yeah. No, boom, boom, boom at the end. Like these are the ones connected. And lie. having a cliffhanger at the end of that of, of, of this episode, and then like keep you give, watching. Give, yeah, giving a few episodes of not uh, seeing what happens. I yeah. do it think it, it it is so phenomenally head and shoulders above the rest of the episodes. I think that they would be worried that yeah, people yeah. would be like, "Oh, Taper Rapa, you're 100 percent so right. easy breezy beautiful cover girl ahead Mwah. of the rest of the season. Anyone else have one? Yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. The season, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> but uh, I mean, these episodes came out so fast that no one really had time to like write a review. Like, ah, oh, the quality is going yeah. downhill. Also, no, it's you're right. It's fair. Christmas, so in, like in the date, yeah, the yeah. release schedule should have reinforced. This should have been. The it's first. just like pelting you with new episodes. Yeah, yeah Bloomberg Here refused we go again. to cover yeah. these. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> People like reviewing would have been like, oh, it's a, the first episode is Nebula. Sure, let's continue writing about this. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, is anyone else on the. Uh, you didn't like it? The Sebastian Stan train. Uh, uh, his voice acting is so rough. We just accepted it's, it. No, no, no. I am now on. I'm like, put him in every episode possible. What? He is so bad. bad. It's like he's reading English for the first time. So why, 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 do you, why does it hit so hard for you? Because it doesn't sound like any... It's like every word is a square coming out of his mouth. Uh, like, nothing has smoothness. Nothing has transitions. It is the... Natasha is, is here. Well, you better make sure you take care of Steve. I think that was better, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's the equivalent of not being able to take a picture and having a weird smile. Yes. Let, it, that's how yeah. it feels. I'm yes. just impressed every that... every w- word that comes out of his mouth is all gums. Well, I'm just impressed that <laughs> Haley Atwell is such a fantastic voice actress. Because, like, she really... Thank God that... she is, because she really carried this series. No, it's, I mean, she she's did, absolutely... Because, yeah. like, then you, you've got the fake Scarlett Johansson Black Widow boy. Like, that's not her, is it? No, no. they didn't right. get her. So that's what none I mean. Of the like, big, none of the big big ones big came ones back. Big ones are there, yeah. The and, like, most of them... It's like the ones that died yeah it's her stunt it's actually her stunt double that just like smoked in a a couple extra packs (laughs) (laughs) but like she really does she she does nail the scarlett johansson like disaffectedness of just delivering i feel like the uh the guy uh, going back a little bit the guy who does tony stark also does good it's a good recreation of what that also this was a better version of the black widow movie like especially the third act (laughs) this was the great cocktail it was like the winter soldier plus black widow's plotline oh fantastic did she suggest that she was gonna go find steve rogers who had just exploded <laughs> like at the end she's like i'm gonna find steve she's somewhere like, i can't well, wait they... to find that head <laughs> i thought they identified that like he got it i thought there was some bullet line about oh, okay. she's yeah. like i yeah. didn't buy this car to not find his disembodied <laughs> head <laughs> anyway what what's happening see that's better than bucky barnes right there that's better than yeah. sebastian the year is 1602 <laughs> yeah all right moving on to another great episode what if kahori reshaped the world so after Surtur destroys Asgard, the Tesseract lands on Earth, specifically on a pre-colonial America, crashes into a lake, which causes Spanish conquistadors to believe it's the Fountain of Youth. Gahori, a young member of the Mohawk tribe, gets shot by Spaniards and falls through the lake, which teleports her to Sky World, where she meets other Mohawks who have developed superpowers. She inspires the other members of their tribe to head back to the world, defeat the conquistadors, and force Queen Isabella of Spain to make peace. This is the second episode of the season to end on a cliffhanger where Doctor Strange, a.k.a. Strange Supreme, appears from a portal and approaches Kahori. So, Ryan, uh, Kahori has quickly become a fan favorite if you've looked online. Uh, where would you like to see her next? I have looked online. And um, <laughs> <laughs> if you'd open up your goddamn internet browser yeah, once on. in a while, you fucking hold on, hold on, hold on. I, navigator. Could you slow down with a technical language? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this episode so 
fucking much. Okay, so this is how you introduce mm-hmm. a character yes. into the MCU. We've seen it a little bit with like other like like Star Wars, like Ahsoka and stuff like that. It became popular through other mediums. Fanboy. What if Thanos was Ahsoka? <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it. Stop. Disney's what if is Guys, coming. Stop. Oh, I'm no. writing that already. No, but this is this is truly how you like introduce a great character and see how they can maybe like test out the waters. I I I think it's so fun. Oh, I didn't mean to do that pun. That's really fun. Test out the waters. That's <laughs> I funny. didn't even say anything yeah. this time. That's so funny. Um, but it she's so well done. She's so powerful. She's so phenomenal. She's so relatable. She's so integral to like the overall plot of what if this season yeah. and it's they need to test it out in a right way because unfortunately like if you try to give them a movie or a tv show or something like that fanboys are just going to rip them apart yeah. so they need to build a fan base this way and then build it out and then eventually show They're up they're going to rip her apart anyway unfortunately. i know i know but th- hopefully at this point I, th- I think there's she's so well regarded right now that she can be eventually like brought into maybe like a secret wars or something like that where we see the avengers movie where we see a bunch of multiverse stuff happening yeah that's the only way she can yeah. work I, because, I think that's right because terrible fans are terrible fans and yeah. they just don't want to see anyone that's a little bit different which sucks because she's so phenomenal since you mentioned it i think i saw online where you know echo is also showing or just they dropped the entire season yeah. and featuring a, a native american character i know and somebody was like well, we have two Native American characters now. That's in all Marvel. we need. That's right. They literally asked. It was Suck. so Kahori's voice off. actress is one of the characters on Echo. And yeah. On the, at one of the premieres, they were like, "Hey, here's this light," and she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, it's like, do, do we have a quota on white, white people? Yeah. yeah like, excellent, excellent response. Yeah, absolutely. So, she's, the, she's just so fun. I not, it's such a good character. What you think? My of only issue with this is that for some reason they have a Mohawk character, which like Mohawk character, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mohawk. Yeah. Which literally went from. At best, North Pennsylvania up to um, Northern New York, Canada, yeah. and it, yeah, yeah. For some reason, the conquistadors are coming there, yeah. even though they are yes. they, they all went they're to in Florida. like Central America and, and, and Florida. Yeah. Florida was where they like yeah, the you are right. Florida. Also, they weren't they There's, weren't near the shore no. on the east on no eastern. Was that like a weird sense. way to absolve like? The, they, so Americans, they, so, yeah, so right, they like, didn't yeah, put white Puritans, people, yeah, English white people. people. No, right, they, I know what you're they, saying. It's it's fu- awful. Like, there's no reason they, they could have ignored it by why isn't this a seminal character? S e m i n. I'm just saying this is a what if. There's, that's the reason exactly, why. But but yeah. people are watching this and now they're getting confused and deciding they don't know what the culture would be. Like they're they're it, incorrect about what they're, they're seeing. In this what if there's no America? It's just Canada. It like literally um, makes no. Can- I don't. I didn't understand the point. No, that's a There's no point in doing it because they could have changed literally just the origin of the the tribe they and that's it. The origin you of the tribe. it makes literally bitch. no well that's exactly what it is it made no <laughs> sense to me and that frustrated me from the very beginning it's a fantastic episode it bothered me fantastic. too but i'm glad that clark was the one that brought it up <laughs> it's weird it's so weird so it just reminded me when i was in junior high i remember seeing like a historical what if in my history class it's like what if the pilgrims landed in florida um. and it was like Huh, what if they landed in Florida? They all probably... pregnant at 13, all taking bad songs yeah. and driving cars. Yeah. All Florida man. What you, what you missed. <laughs> Zombies would have happened. People, people would ride alligators <laughs> instead of cars. So out of, yeah. out of in your universe, it's like the water that does it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the shitty assholes that moved from. All right, moving on to the next episode. What if Hela found the Ten Rings? So banished by Odin. 
Hela ends up in medieval China where she attempts to steal Wenwu's ten rings. She learns the power of love or something because Odin <laughs> gives her the throne and she and Wenwu go around spreading freedom across the nine realms. So Clark, the blending of mythologies can lead to very interesting stories, but how did this one work for you? This one was so batshit crazy that I loved it. <laughs> it was so right fucked answer. up and weird. I mean, none of it made sense, and it was so it was so good in that respect. Is it because of Kate Blanchett's voice acting? That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. So glad she, she got her. So was that her? That yeah. was her. Yeah. Oh my! Ooh. You yeah. couldn't tell. <laughs> my issue with it's it is that <laughs> yeah, Kate <yeah>. Blanchett. <laughs> the, the mythology one mythology is very strong used quite a lot one we don't have it functional enough there's literally what talo yes yeah um, that doesn't exist in real and in, in w- actual mythology in That's just, mythology, yeah mm-hmm. it's just something that marvel made, made up. up so there's like no functional connective tissue there the only thing that in the movie in shang chi that that was real was they had chinese animals not animals but mythical yeah animals that, so that's the only basis we have of actual Chinese mythology that existed in that movie. It d- didn't work for me. That, this that is respect. another episode that needed to be longer because yeah. the character turns made no sense. Wenwu is a bad guy, then a good guy almost immediately. It's yeah. like he wanted to bang out Hella. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Hella like came from <laughs> yeah, uh right. what, what what was the name of the mythical place? Uh you just said it, Clark. I just can't remember the name of it now. Wait, Hella Talo. Talo. Yeah. And like and it's just like she learned how to like control her emotions or whatever there, and then like when Wu is like just there being a good. I was like, none of this makes sense. That's right, of... it was hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> Weird. This, is, this is probably my least favorite episode of the season, despite Kate Blanchett just chewing the no. goddamn scenery. Uh, she killed it. So I think this episode probably has the best what if premise, yeah, and the worst subsequent what if execution. <laughs> yeah, that because, sounds right. Because That's good. the premise is what if. Uh, what if Odin's punishment for Hela was the same as Thor's? Mm-hmm. And the yes. story they told was, what if Hela was Thor? And that's a that, different yes. question. You're a, and a thousand percent issue. right, and it made me mad. That's what I was frustrated yes. as well. Because they, they keep getting it wrong in that way. Because yes. Kate Blanchett as Hela in the movie is campy and dangerous and fun. Yeah, This Hela is ridiculous, Thor. and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Everything feels unhinged yeah. in a way you're like, all right, I guess this is like fun popcorn, but it, if you just like change it just so slightly, it could have been a well, much so more interesting it is, story. It's the, it's the Thor one plot with Kate Blanchett as Thor from Ragnarok mixed with some mythology from Shang-Chi. Like it is that, that is a bad it, cocktail. This it is like shit. the problem with what if they are getting the literal premises wrong. They don't know how like it's. What it's, if it was good? You mean? Yes. See, that's what I was talking about. Go back and listen to that X-Men yeah. episode where we what if, no, whatever, it, our 300. But, but they are just, they're overcomplicating it, and it's making the fans upset. And I'm the fan. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> upset. Well, no, I, I, I do like the, I like the chaos of it. So I agree with Clark. No. Like, it certainly was like, was it? No, like, no, no. I like this, th- yeah. this episode. But because I, she is just doing whatever she want to do. <laughs> but I think I, they just but went, they put her in the studio and like she just recorded. They're like, we'll animate like, around her. She's like, yeah. I just saw <laughs> like Shang-Chi and I liked it. <laughs> but so I, I have the Ten Rings now. But it is the, the critical <laughs> hit to me is that what if as a comic series really worked when because you had so many issues and so much content to work right. off of. Like they 
I know they already have stories for a third season. It has to stop. Like it has to. It's like it all. Has to well, it's like stop. It's like all stars. <laughs> it's like it has to end. It's like all stars on Drag Race because you're kind of like these are not all stars, baby. Like we we're right. We're doing this every year. Like it's got to slow down because we're not generating don't enough, have enough content, content to have exactly. what I think we just need to keep it cleaner. Just keep like so. The next one that we'll talk about. Let's talk about it right now. Yeah. yeah. So what if event the Avengers assembled in 1602? So the last we saw Captain Carter, she ended up in, with the Renaissance Avengers. That is until King Thor got gets angry at her for not saving Hela from an incursion, which is apparently caused by another time-displaced person. Turns out this forerunner, as they call them, is Steve Rogers doing his best Robin Hood cosplay. At the end of the episode, everybody ends up in the right place, except for Captain Carter, who gets approached by Doctor Strange. So, Ryan, you and I, are, uh, and I think Clark as well, have read the original 1602 series by Neil Gaiman and Andy Kubert. Yes. How does this episode compare to that series? <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I would say. Well, the, the main characters in the 1602 yes. comic were X-Men. They were. Uh, yeah. yeah, the original one. And then they did like an Avengers yeah. type of one. Yeah. But um, even the on the Avengers side, it's a very different cast. And so everyone feels a little pigeonholed into different characters but it doesn't feel like the same characters at all so it just rather than 1602 that version of it it feels like what if this was old timey yeah. is what it turned into which i didn't love but this was an okay story at the I, end of the it, day it was I think. fine i just think again like it's the character turn to make the plot beats work it's like yeah oh like you know, yeah. Captain Carter is part of this group, but then Thor gets mad at her for not being able to save his sister. It literally made no sense. Yeah. It really made no sense. I was like, what? He was r- real mad about it. And it, it, this is the problem that I think I have a, as a whole with these series is what if should just be a self-contained thing that could stand alone by it by itself? Yeah, individualized. But, but we, we try to work towards a, a storyline. Mm-hmm. And so you got to have a little portion of it. And it's such a small story already that you're p- it's just too much there that we're trying to i would like to just see a true what if that's why it would have been better if we had them split apart from each other yeah there's yeah. a lot you last four that are like boom 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 boom, boom. It was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually yeah uh, th- the best thing about this to me was i loved the design of the world it looked good gorgeous yeah. yeah like yeah. when they you know they're the like the three let's say Merry men or whatever yeah. they're they're out and like it's all sunny and beautiful yeah. blah 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 and then like how just gloomy and creepy the inside of the, the what the, church whatever the, the fuck that was the castle, castle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we have not covered during the course of this podcast how pretty this show is yeah. and how they the action job. is great the animation is fantastic like it technically beautiful, it's a beautiful show yeah i agree with that so brent uh the avengers have gone medieval renaissance and even old west uh is there like uh an era or genre you would like to see them in that you haven't seen them in before have they gone i mean uh, you're just talking about in like in issues in not, comics and yeah, stuff okay, yeah, yeah i've yeah. not seen like a visual form of them going west yeah yeah uh, it's definitely happened it's coming, before. Baby, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> i don't think i understand why people like characters that exist as archetypes but I don't love the fetishization of individual characters as individual archetypes. Like, I don't need to see the steampunk version of Iron Man. I don't Disagree. need to see the uh, <laughs> the romantic era version of Thor. I agree with that. I don't I care. You. I want you to build Avengers in that universe, in that timeline. Like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type? Yeah, that's fine. Thomas like that, Edison yeah. leading the Avengers. That, that is much more interesting. I like that much much more. 
Well, now, now I want to see that like the romantic is like all in the Lake District in the UK, and they're just writing books, and they're really boring. <laughs> they're having uh, affairs with each other. Yeah, but that's all about it. affairs. That's all they're all having yeah. sex on each other's tombstones. Yeah, <laughs> that would be that's such all a I want. It'd be such a boring what if, or maybe the most <laughs> captivating. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Well, is there an era that you guys would like to see them in that we haven't yet, or a genre or anything? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I want a caveman era, but none of them can speak. It's I was just Ooga Boogas the entire time. So not what Jason Aaron did in his bullshit no, 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 run. No, 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 no. Wait, sorry. You said era or genre? Sure. Either one now. Sock puppets. Obviously. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I do would like claymation. That'd be good. <laughs> I do wonder. Yeah, genre-wise, I wonder what some like a horror movie could be when characters. Oh my god! If you had like uh, the Avengers trying to fight like a Venom in a claymation type <laughs> universe, that'd be oh, so yeah, like great. artistic styling. Have uh, they done? Have they done like a team up one? Have they ever done like where they recruit someone in every episode? I'm just kidding. That's like every yeah. episode. <laughs> I could. I do actually think like some sort of Slow dark, down, right? some yeah. sort of dark just, ages would be more interesting than like a 1600s. Like I don't know something where it's like it is gritty, but it's built around the fact that it's like it's a he shitty did say time. medieval. The Avengers are in the mansion, it's and someone has murdered someone. Anymore. It's one of the Avengers, you know? What a, uh, well, like Clue Avengers. What yeah. about Avengers around the time of Jesus Christ, and they refuse to ooh, save them? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's 12 of them? <laughs> yeah. It turns disciples. out Mystique was Punch's pilot this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Caveman Actually, uh, yeah. Avengers, but we've already done that in the and, comics. And Clark yeah. also <laughs> just said it, Ooga Booga. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, I don't speak. I don't speak, skull. so I didn't know. Yeah. I don't speak. Wait, yeah. did we actually do it in the comics? Yeah, Jason did, Aaron did. did. We do oh, it in the comics. I want we, X-Men we talked Amoeba. about it. We talked about the <laughs> Thor's Avengers changing Amoeba. history. They're all just amoebas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Bebop era. Oh, 1950s Avengers would be cool. Paramecia Avengers. Yeah, it's is all, there? A, there's a night. There's got well. There's the noir universe. I was like, there's got to be a 1920s Avengers, right? Uh, I don't know if there's an. I mean, they've done like there the, is. There's a comp, the noir verse. Yeah, noir verse. I guess multiple different ones. It's just Spider-Man became the one. I want the teapot, a teapot dome scandal Avengers. What if the Avengers were in the DC universe? That's yeah. What I actually, see. I was gonna it's say it's uh, been done. I but was, yeah. good. But good. Only comics. Yeah. I, I was gonna say if the the Avengers specifically got the Watchmen treatment. I wa- yeah. Ooh, that's the Watchmen. Yeah. No, I know that's DC. Can but they, like, like, all right, if you've got, th- if you take a different kind of mythos as your background, yeah, and you try and tell the story of like the boys or anything where you're like. Having real superheroes would be bad. It it is true. They did with Ultimates, the original Ultimates. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because I was gonna say a lot of the play. Don't of... try and one up me. <laughs> I guess I just want a higher concept. So like, if they're all <laughs> thirty feet. 30 How about <laughs> Mario Kart Avengers? Veg- <laughs> Mario Kart Avengers. That's they're they're vegetables and fruits. Like I want that high. <laughs> you can drive around the higher school- concept. Ever- everyone is like levitates ten feet off the ground. <laughs> You've got the Xavier Institute. You get to drive around the Shi'ar Empire. You get to drive around Hell Limbo. It's Rainbow perfect. Road. It's just the Bifrost. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, all That's them. That's true. Okay, they're they're job. all cars. <laughs> oh, the car vengers. Car vengers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Okay, we've we've the avenge yeah. cars. Yeah, <laughs> avenge cars. That's good. <laughs> All right, so the last episode. What if Strange Supreme intervened in the season finale? Dark Door Strange or Strange Supreme? If you do prefer, most people do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dark Door Strange is better. Uh, brings Captain Carter to his sanctum in infinitum to show her his collection of universe killers. He asks her to find one of them that's gone rogue, essentially. And the universe killer in question, it's Kahori. <gasps> oh, I know. What's Strange up to, you ask? He wants to resurrect his universe to bring back his old squeeze, Christine Palmer, and he can only do it by feeding variants to the Forge. Uh, this is not to be confused with Forge from the X-Men because 
Apparently, they are not allowed to in, uh, include them in What If. I don't know if you guys saw that article yeah. or not. Oh. Yeah. They're they, not allowed until they're, they yeah. actually get introduced yeah. into the MCU. But Forge yeah. was they named have to be, after this Forge. They have to be yeah. live action before they can be wow. yeah. cartoon form. Even though we already saw Wolverine in that weird Code Red co- uh, yeah. thing. Right. And we're going to get the X-Men as a Lego. before we get anybody. Legos are different. So the episode... <laughs> they literally Legos are, <laughs> are very different. We're going to get them all in X-Men they're 97. Like, Dizzy's like... We can release anything as a Lego first. <laughs> <laughs> so the episode ends with the good guys winning and season three being set up in the most obvious way. Uh, so, Adam, you said off podcast this episode was very fan service How would you fix it? Well, first of all, I feel personally attacked. And what we're not going to do is personally attacked. But, yeah, it was. <laughs> it what was, if I personally attacked you? Boom. Do done. It. it was very fan service I... I don't want to keep beating a dead horse because we're going to talk about it after this anyway, but the episode, if it was longer, would have been wonderful. It was way too many objects, things, and this and that. I appreciate already the article of Kohori protecting the stones and then giving them to Carter, so that's why she could use them. But the minute she grabbed fucking Hela's helmet, which... Was the Hella from the Ten Rings yeah, or not? God, who knows? That's what I didn't like. Don't it was like there was so much shit it. happening, yeah. and it, it. I I actually am more along the lines of serialized, so I would rather see a full season of what. And that's why I'm excited for three, based on the ending of this. Of like, Peggy fucking Carter should be in every goddamn episode. Make this her show. Yeah. Build up this character. Do the multiversal plot Peggy lines. Carter in the what ifs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, it was just too much going on at once and it there was too much fighting and not enough conversation and dialogue. Okay, I have a fix. Yeah. What Doctor Strange good? Doctor Strange has to save Chris his Christine, my Christine, change his motivation to saving all Christines. I'm sick of him trying to go back to his oh, fucking okay. universe yeah. so that instead what he's doing is he's doing something kind of weird. And the thing that the watcher does not want someone to do, which is like, I could intervene and save all these other universes. And the, as a part of that, like that he is causing people to be time displaced in weird ways, which would like actually explain why Steve or Steve Rogers is yeah. in the 1602 universe and that more of this season had time-displaced people as a result of Strange That's Actions. Good. really good. Yeah. Really good. I want them all to connect, though. I actually would think... I, agree. I think They're that, connecting anyway, though. I think that you yeah, would not wanna... make him, like, the villain at the end of this season, but that yeah. over the next season, his, the, his actions become increasingly that, crazy. It was a very weird, also immediate heel turn for me, um, but I do think you misheard him. He said he wanted to save Christine... <laughs> Oh, he wanted. Oh, <laughs> I so just like, that good Christine like, that I had at that one party. He's like, wait, my bruschetta. <laughs> I just want a good past appet- appetizer. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just thought he ended his storyline better in season one. I agree. He went to no. a place that was much more interesting than for, the, I don't even want. I didn't even back. want him in yeah, this. Yeah, a major throwaway for but a big I, villain. I mean, I think I could see, oh, all right, I'm in a place where I've got a stop this world anything why not expand that why not do something so it's a little bit uh indicative of what's going on with the mcu like in the end of season one they did something so cataclysmic to try to top it it didn't quite work yeah this wasn't Uh, cataclysmic at all it wasn't but that's that i think like after thanos in like the first three phases them trying to build obviously kang may or may not happen now but them trying to build up to it just even without yeah. the Jonathan Majors of it all, it feels very just, it just didn't quite work. Yeah. You already did the world ending thing. 
you can't do it again. Yeah. I, I love that in this whole run, they had to figure out a way to kill Thanos off every time. Yeah, seriously. Like, so yeah, so that, that part do. doesn't matter. You don't have to worry about it. How did they? How did he die this time? He's the Kenny <laughs> of this universe, <laughs> yes. really, of this it, multiverse. It really devalues everything that we <laughs> yes. hold so true and so beloved about like what is good in the MCU. The, okay, this series needs to change like next season. It well, needs the new to, writer, so it needs to turn will. into an exiles type of series yeah. where Captain Carter may pick up a new person every like wow. fucking reality she goes to. Ooh. If not, she just keeps moving up. Like she goes, she tries to save realities yep. as and then she actually is not friends that chat on the phone all the time with the watcher because hey. she's basically jerking them off every episode. Hey. What? Are you the watcher? What? I Tell like, me. I like their relationship. I, I thought it was kind of cute. And I want. I like the idea no, that the watcher like develops friendships with certain people in the multiverse, and That's I I is. want them to be friends. My I did. I want them to like each other. I did like We're in saying the, the same sixteen oh two where she's like, "Are you going to help or are we doing narration?" And then he started talking. She's like, "So we're doing narration." Correct. That was yeah. great. That was that was one of her best. This lines. is what the show needs to turn into. And also, go crazier with your things. Yeah. Don't don't just say, "What if Tony Stark accidentally didn't fall in a puddle afterward?" Like. Get crazy with your what ifs. I think it just goes in the wrong direction. I mean, I think Kaylin's right. Start with have one what if, and then I think it's like, I think it's like make the smallest change possible. Uh, and see how big uh, of a difference of the you, you got it's it. like the episode of Doctor Who, which it turns left and turns right instead of turns left, yes. and it totally changes it's, the entire. It's sliding world. doors. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Get uh, some doors. Dork Not take. enough yeah. doors. <laughs> yeah. What we're describing is Captain Contra and the <laughs> and the Slays Isles of the Motherverse. And that's she's what, pretty, you dumb and, faggot. And here's the thing. We've been pitching that to Marvel for years, <laughs> and Kevin Faggy re- refuses to do it. He actually Jer- gave us a cease and desist. He's like, stop calling me, you fucking homos. Jera Jer- Mother Cuntright <laughs> did an amazing job slaying as the watch cunt. Oh my Do God. the Mario Cunt episode. <laughs> Mario you, cunt. <laughs> you fucking coward. Uh, all right, so um, uh, we've talked a little bit about this. recap. Perfect <laughs> 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 we, We've talked about this a little bit. Okay, so uh, quickly, favorite and least favorite episodes. I can go. Uh, my least favorite, my favorite was the Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper, and then my least favorite was that shit that happened on Sakaar. Iron Man hits Grandmaster <laughs> yeah. with a car. Yeah. Yes. How about you, Brent? Uh, l- probably least favorite is gonna be the Hella and the Ten Rings because I thought it was the most disappointing. Yeah. And um, well, my favorite is uh, Happy Hogan Saved Christmas. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Hell. You really you came fucking, around to yeah, it. No, 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 I'm kidding. It's the Kahori episode. Kahori. Uh, uh, Kahori's my favorite. Yeah. Obviously, I'll, I'll talk about it for the rest of my life. Um, And then my least favorite is Peter Quill. Ooh. Oh, the second one? Yeah. I don't like that no, one. That wasn't like that. good. Yeah, that's not a good I one. I love it. <laughs> wasn't that good. What nope. about you, Clark? My favorite, they're going order. Uh, my favorite is the 1602 one, just for the design ah. alone. Yeah. I don't like the story. But and yeah. then one, the yeah. one I didn't like the most was um, What If Strange... <laughs> Supreme, uh, Strange, finale. Supreme uh, finale. I just didn't like it. It didn't work. It went too fast, but also it was 
and it was annoying. so much of everything. And I didn't yeah. get three shits about what we was didn't happening. even talk about how crazy that episode got. Where they're like, and then she's got all the infinity stones. And yeah, Hala, no, 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 wait. Hala tosses her, and they're almost in the board. Literally and they're in the board, sink. and everyone's souls go in there, but I, they don't go in there. Jesus I Christ. love when they were just on the trampoline, though. <laughs> when they were like, woo, woo, oh yeah, woo. oh, there are zombies in every universe. Yeah. Do I love that episode? Ryan, the trampoline with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my favorite was the Hydra Stomper one as well. Well, and my least favorite was Hella and the Ten Rings uh, for uh, oh. rules we've or mentioned stuff we've already mentioned. Such a copier. Uh, <laughs> so, Adam, I know you said that you think this works better serialized or episodic. What about the rest of y'all? I think I've made it. Very you were an clear. episodic. Well, no, but I, you, you're I, moving I, episode of the week. Okay, yeah, you're keep episode. it up or do the Exiles thing that we chatted about. That's like, fair. Pick a lane. Yeah. I think is probably the main yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know a lane? Pick yeah, her. Tony Stark, pick a lane when you're driving us the car. I disagree. This is the one kind of show where you can have both random episodes and you can have serialized stuff and I think that they need to learn how to balance like we want to tell some I larger mean, story and also tell a bunch of random ass stories. Well, they need to figure it out. I yeah. think they can do it and it's not that hard. <laughs> Include like three episodes that are serialized, and then the rest are episodic. I wish some episodes in like a more finite manner. Like a lot of them are like, now we're the Avengers, yes. but not really the Avengers. Yeah. And let's slow mo walk to the camera, and, and that happens way too much. It just, it, I just want something to end. I think we need more. Sad not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, that's exactly. Very, very Give me some yeah. downers, please. We did, and we got a lot of those in season yeah, one. In season the zombies. two, yeah, fucking zombies, zombies, and we're like getting our own back. show from that one. Though. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then Ryan, you already mentioned this uh, of seeing season three being more of an exiles type show. Is there another thing you would like to see in season three? That's for everybody. I think I would say like the exiles would be really good. <laughs> if it was like that. Uh, well, we should never chat heard about that. Before. Like, will they be able to use the exiles? No, kind of because of the X Men of it. Well, well, the so, A vials. Yeah. So no, actually, what they I so the A vials really horrible. They did introduce so with the sixteen oh two. They introduced the incursion idea. I it was uh, Andrew, my boyfriend, actually had a really great idea. Like it should have something in this episode should have been a full true on incursion to like semi tie it back to what they might be. Well, they tied it back with a tree. But that's I know that's a like, really cool thing at the end of every episode next season is like it ends with an incursion yeah. or they leave to like she Peggy tries, building she's up trying and to trying to support that love that fucking love. leading into Secret Wars. Oh, I think I that would be Let's very fun that. that she is able to save some places from incursions, but then not others. Yeah. Um, and building up a team. To it see. would actually be a great way to also do like it. Like, I guess the Exiles. If, if that's Very Crisis on Infinite Earth. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what is it? Squadron Supreme? It'd actually be so such a great way to do them because you wouldn't have to like cast and hire all these. It, that's well, the Justice League and that's what uh, I mean, like, Marvel just Universe. Beyond, having an episode about that would be incredible. Beyond the Watchers being like people who just kind of like observe and like document everything that ever happened or will happen, is there like a mythos behind them? Is there anything that, that exists after, like, as a deeper level to why they're doing it or anything like that? Or is it like these are intentionally mysterious characters? They're intentionally there just to uh, record what happens. They are, they are the, the ultimate like, like observers and eventual storytellers. They, what I'm saying is we don't know like who signs their Paycheck. Paycheck. Yeah. They put on their toga one arm at a time, like everyone. <laughs> they else. are union, though. <laughs> They're like bi weekly. I, I thought that all <laughs> came out <laughs> in. Could you imagine working in payroll for the Watchers? The overtime their hours benefits, are incredible. Their benefits are great, though. Their Seriously. 401k is sick. I, I thought that all came out in Reckoning War. I don't remember. 
dance slots. I don't remember what the fuck happened because it's terrible. But <laughs> but it all came out, and when our watcher was like the rogue watcher who actually was minorly helping, and everyone like, they all they all chained him up because he was helping yeah, he a bit. Was like okay, final emo. question on that: What the fuck are the other watchers? Are they all watching the same exact thing? Are they just no, watching, watching TV? other universes? Who watches the watchers? <laughs> That's I would know. read that comic. Ew, I won't. Thank you yeah. for asking the brave questions, Ryan. All right. So that's the end of our extra issue. We're on Twitter at Homo Superior X, Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast, and Clark's Ramblings on Reddit at Homo Superior Pod. Check out our weekly episodes, which drop on Fridays, where we discuss current Disney plus MCU shows, this week's X-Men comics, and up-to-date breaking MCU news. Also, watch out for extra issue specials, such as this very one you're listening to where we review MCU movies and shows in depth, including the upcoming Disney Plus MCU miniseries Echo, our Creator Curse series, where we interview comic writers and artists to discuss the ins and outs of their Marvel and indie works, and last but not least, our Secret Record series, where we deep dive into content outside of the Marvel sphere, including last fall's Netflix show Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. We've been Homo Superior. Thanks for listening, little homos. Bye. What if Adam wasn't gay? (laughs) 